welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. I'm this week's host, Eddie Webb, and with me are Dixie Cochran. Hello. And Matthew Dawkins. Hola. <laughs> what? What did you just do? What was that sound? I, I, I have to stop. What happened? <laughs> that, that, I didn't just turn into half a Frenchman. I, uh, <laughs> that, that was a Martian cry from Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in the last, uh, in in the first dozen or so episodes, we made a lot of wrestling references until we shut that <laughs> shit down. And it's been a long time since I've been able to continue a, an arc through through multiple episodes. So right now, for me, and and I think it's okay because it's only me that gets the references. <laughs> uh, you and and Ian Watson, apparently, whenever he yes, yes. yes, we have started conspiring on what we can do with Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds in an RPG sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's the noise the Martians make, although presumably through synthesizers. Welcome to the Onyx Wayne Path. We're your hosts. <laughs> Jeff Wayne, Wayne Jeff, uh, and H.G. Wells. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Welcome to <laughs> Jeff Wayne's War of the Onyx Path. Um, <laughs> Any war is one path. Um, no. Um, as you can perhaps tell, uh, um, we are we are gearing up for our, our holiday um December has always been a weird month for us, kind of as a, as a company. Um, we have PAX Unplugged, and usually we're prepping for that, and then we have to get down from that, and then do lots of work before the holidays hit, and then you know everyone has different holiday plans. So um, last year we did kind of a, a, a very kind of loose episode. This year we're going to do two holiday-ish specials. Um, because the holidays uh, the on a when well Christmas on a Wednesday. Not all the holidays are on a Wednesday, but. Well, yeah, Christmas and New Year's, and New Year's are both on Wednesdays. Are Wednesdays, yeah. which is the stupidest day for a holiday. Right, and we usually record on Wednesdays, so um, it's 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 been uh, it's gonna be tricky this year. Um, uh, but uh, uh, next week uh, you'll get to listen to all of us in the, the fantastic tradition of our high quality audio content. Listen <laughs> to us playing Mario Kart. Um, While trying and to talk trying about books. Des- <laughs> trying desperately to have a coherent conversation while swearing at each other. And, so, and you know what? Like I, think, I think that's going to be our most downloaded episode. Because we're going to have it in the title, Onyx Pathcast episode whatever, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And people are going to think, ooh, okay, this isn't a tabletop RPG. Fuck that niche industry that we all love. <laughs> this is a video game by the titan... The lovable titan that we all respect. We all love you, Nintendo, and that's why we, of course, still want your sponsorship. Mario Kart 8. And, yeah, I think we're going to see numbers through the roof. We may get sponsorship from Blue Chew, Blue Apron, or something else with the word blue in it (laughs) as a result of this. Blue Blue Shells. Blue Shells, sponsored by Blue Shells. That is a mixed blessing. A, a, a new blue shell sent to your day every sent to your day sent to your door every morning. You get up in the morning, somebody's hovering over your face, just slams into yeah. you. At least I mean, it's it a reminder like that up. you're in first place. <laughs> so you guys have that to look forward to next week. But this week, um, we're just a little different. Um, uh, a number of months ago, we did our our, our live. Pathcast episode using um, Podbean Live as, as our, our structure, as our medium. Um, and that was a ton of fun. We really enjoyed that. And we definitely need to get around to doing that again someday. Um, but before that, uh, <laughs> we were testing out the software. Sorry, it was just and really funny. 
Um, so I was under the impression that we could, I could start up, invite a couple people, and we would just start talking and you know get a sense of the software and, and you know it, you know just figure out how it works. Not realizing that Podbean had pushed notification to everyone on the app that we had gone live. Yep. So the next forty or so minutes you're going to hear are us initially going to be I was just kind of talking and playing with the software and, and chatting. So you're more off topic than usual, but then people start showing up to the call that we have no idea who they are. Some of them. Um, and so we decided we're going to just start talking to them and, and you know, get a sense of how the software works, but we ended up recording it in about 40 or so minutes of an actual quote unquote episode. Yeah, but and I use that extremely loosely. Yeah. It's, it's not an episode. It's uh, we talked to Danielle Lozon about her plumbing. Um, I do hope her plumbing is feeling better. I've not asked. (laughs) And then we talked to some random people that uh, we're friends with now about their podcast. Didn't Jesus show up? Because his username was like Jesus. Okay, because Jesus saves. Yeah, it is seasonal, obviously. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this was fated. uh, That yeah. Jesus appeared on our pilot live episode only to reappear at Christmas. I know it's usually the reappearing Easter thing, but we've kind of fallen out of uh, sync there with with biblical studies. We'll, we'll get well, back. Yeah, we had to fight a Martian war, obviously. It took, it took some time. Yeah, I mean, where was Jesus then when the Martians invaded? <laughs> <laughs> when the Westfold um, fell? Where was Jesus of Nazareth? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I bring this context up for, for 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 three reasons. The first, obviously, is that if you thought we were generally off track and random before, boy, how do you in for a treat this time around? <laughs> uh, two, um, there's going to be a lot of, of pauses and clicks and weird things that you don't normally hear in our episodes because we were genuinely trying to figure out how things worked. So, so you, it'll be a bit odd. Um, and and three, we don't really talk about much of anything we're doing. We, like I said, we have lots of really random conversations, although some of our freelancers do end up coming in and chatting with us. So I'm trying to write the um, ship. Right. Uh, so, so you're going to hear lots of references to things that are only happening in chat, for example, and the like things we wouldn't normally do if we were planning to record, but um, we, we do try to give some context for it. And also you're going to hear me occasionally talk about how we're never going to publish this. And obviously I have been coerced into doing otherwise. So, record, so I did not want this to happen. So I don't know who he thinks coerced him aside from the fact that we didn't want to record like eight episodes before the holidays to drop. It was Apollo. It was Apollo. Yeah. Apollo was it was my it. roommate's cat. Evil, You're evil blaming cat. my roommate's cat. Well, we have three options here. It was either Apollo the cat, Apollo the god, or Apollo from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> For the record, Apollo the Cat is named after Apollo the God, even though my roommate's a big Battlestar Galactica fan. Mm. Um, and well. Oh, interesting. People get very confused when we talk about the cat sometimes, because if we talk about Rocky and Apollo, people assume uh, it's, you know, right. based on the Rocky movies. Uh, of course, um, yeah. But, which is another Apollo we can blame. Um, but he's but, dead. Well, whatever. Um, so... <laughs> This is not helpful. Um, <laughs> but there's Apollo the cat who came along way before the other two cats. And the other two cats are actually right. named Bebop and Rocksteady after the Ninja Turtles characters. Right. But we shorten it to Rocky a lot because saying Rocksteady all the time is annoying. Oh, that reminds me. Fun fact. Again, digression. But something I, re- I found out recently, I forgot to mention this to you. I found out that Bebop and Rocksteady were actually first created for the tabletop role-playing game and then put into the comic book afterwards. What? There yes. you go. 
I know that there was uh, there were instances in the Star Wars RPG by West End Games where there was material created for the uh, the source books for that that ended up in the prequels. Yep. Uh, so mm-hmm. episodes one to three. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's an interesting revelation. I did not know that about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My I found this out just recently. my other fun fact about that was that my roommate until a few months ago did not know that Bebop and Rocksteady were both kinds of music. She just thought they were weird <laughs> names, and I was like, "Yeah, that's why they have boom yeah. boxes and shit." Like that's right. Yeah. Their whole character, like what? And she's like, "Yeah, I just thought mm-hmm. they were the character names," and I'm like. Because she got really excited when there was a pair of headphones you could buy that said, like, Bebop on them. And I'm like, yeah, because it's, it's a music genre. And then mm. I, was like, I was like, tell me that you know that Rocksteady is a, mu- a music genre. And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, we're going to talk about <laughs> about some things. Um, and I can blow up her spot right now because she's in Antarctica and can't do shit about it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, like, um, literally, uh, listeners, my roommates are in Antarctica right now. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. She's not exaggerating. That's actually happening right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, let's uh, dive into even more random chaos. right now so hang on one second okay. all right now i'm on this live show okay okay i do hear you pretty well actually i'm not the headphones yeah yeah but it is weird <clears throat> anyway i can do this oh my god also you only like only you have control over that shit i know it's amazing. That's kind of stupid, though. Like, if we're going to co-host. I agree. You know? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. All, all this stuff. I hate um, you be- so much right now. <laughs> you can also um, uh, upload music so we can actually start the music in this in this. I like how you're like, we can start the music, and I'm like, so we can have a jam session? <laughs> like, just like play some random songs? That's true, you know. Just start actually making the music. Also, once again, only you can do all this, which is really annoying. I know. Okay, let's face it. I have better comedic timing when it comes to sounds. <laughs> that is true. If you want, actually, what we could do is we could have you log into the account and then be the host. I mean, either way. I don't care. But I think if I log into the account, I'm logged in with your face and your picture and all that. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, what's up? Am I I down as a caller or a host? So the way it works is only one person gets to be the actual host, but we get pre-vetted or something. So um, basically... Okay, so so, so Eddie, Eddie says we're hosts. Right. I mean, you, you're host to my heart, but not on software. But only Eddie has the green microphone of power and also the soundboard he's been using to make terrible, terrible noises this whole time. <gasps> Ooh, oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, someone just joined us. Wait, wait, wait who? Oh. What? Joshua. 
someone has just joined. Oh, that's Jesus because we're live. Can you hear us? Anybody can. Can find you us. hear us, Joshua? <laughs> send a message. <laughs> Tell us. Send us a sign, Joshua. You're just trolling this poor person who has no idea who we are. <laughs> so I guess this is a thing that Joshua, we're if you if you can hear us. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I was going yeah, to say if you can hear hi. us, we're just. Uh, yeah, we're just farting around, really. We're not really uh, making an episode. Although now, I guess we are making an episode. People are just walking in now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. Let's do this for an hour. This is the improv hour. We'll move Red Moon Roleplaying to uh, two weeks away. <laughs> Why not? Why not? We, we've got the time. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to disappoint the listeners. Um... Uh, I mean, yeah, we could. It's an episode but, I mean, we don't need to edit. <laughs> That's what needs editing. I'm, let's be clear about that. Yeah, we probably do need to edit. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, it's, another thing is also like, uh, it seems like the, the co-hosts and guests show up in a different part of the screen and whatnot. Mm. Um, so oh, like, yeah. um, also there's a listener call in switch. So like I can have you guys call in, but not have listeners call in yet. So I can turn it on at a certain point. But then we'd lose That's Joshua, cool. our one listener. Oh, no, I mean, you know, it's able savers. Um, no, uh, uh, I mean, they, they would both be in the chat, and they could still hear us, but they can't necessarily use the app to call in until I allow them to. But with you guys, you still have to call uh-huh. in, but you're, shoot, look, this is co-hosts. But, yes, I'm the only one with the, the audio board. <laughs> now, oh, that I, was timing. I like that. No, that was timing. Yeah, that's, that's very good for horror. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um so okay uh, so I, I guess the question is, is so so joshua tell us how you are yes actually we've got listeners in. eddie we need to interact with them <laughs> <laughs> i mean listeners is is, is 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 in quotes i mean they, they're listening to us there. be even more off track than usual there matthias the has also joined us, us. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is good. This is good oh, and Joshua, G- Joshua has been resurrected, it seems. He has joined us again. And, uh, yeah, welcome, both of you, to the Onyx Pathcast Live pilot episode uh, that may never see the light of day. <laughs> Definitely will never see the light of day. <laughs> Unless they're recording it to put up on social media and make fun of us. Uh, possibly. possibly. Yeah, blackmail us. Send it to our enemies. Um, now apparently there is enemies? a way that once this is done, we can actually put it right into the queue, so we can actually then it becomes a recorded episode automatically. I don't know exactly. how that actually happens yet. How to run a live well, show? I guess don't we'll do find it this out. Way. <laughs> um, um, Matthias and Joshua, you you may not be aware listening live, but you are able to. In fact, I know Joshua knows how to do this because he already has. But you can type in messages to us. You can also call in to the show, and you might want to do that just to, just so we can test the software out. Um, we've we, we don't if know how this works. This is our first mm. time. Yeah, so if you want to call in and ask us any questions that we are obliged to answer truthfully, <laughs> that is not how this works at all. <laughs> It 
So, yeah. Or just type us a message. We are free to answer your questions in this call, in this telethon. Um, I have to get, uh, so what should we talk about? Aha, there is a share link, so I can copy that, so I can put that to our private little group. And so what's rather uh, upsetting is we can't see when our listeners leave the room. We can see when they join, because we've now seen that Joshua has joined us three times. Joshua, right. you are the real special guest star of this episode, by the way. <laughs> uh, it, you know, we, we are su always surprised when one person tunes in to listen, but when one person tunes in to listen three times, that's, uh, that's always... Three times the content. Yeah. And also, it's, it does say there are it's six a, people on You could on say it's a, a holy trinity of listening. Uh, well, the other three are us. Right. Well, this is a five on it's one. Gone, it's gone down to five. It's gone down to five. It was on six. We are losing listeners, Eddie. We're losing him! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm genuinely worried about this now. <laughs> we do this live. It's like, oh my god, we're hemorrhaging listeners. Oh, oh, we came back <laughs> from six down to four. Oh no, no, it's gone down again. This is very dramatic. We've now had four Joshuas, four Joshuas and a Matthias. If we're lucky, we could build a whole Bible. Uh, I don't think there were any Eddies or Dixies in the Bible. No. Did, was, did you know, I obviously have two no. disciples in my name. Matthew um, and being Matthew Peter, Peter Dawkins. Yeah. Well, you're holding down the fort for the rest of us. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear that, but there are random people okay, outside my house talking. I actually could hear that. Oh, unusual. I was hoping someone could. I had. I was hoping that someone uh, was calling in there and speaking in through a tin. Yeah. <laughs> no, just in their backyard yelling about stuff. Oh wait, the angel's gonna install the app, so you can try that out. Well, I just love the yeah, random this is, people. This is in solid there. gold listening. <laughs> oh god, yes, yeah. Look, hey, we've got we've had a call Hello, in. Joshua, Joshua hey. has called in. Joshua Hey, what's going on guys? Uh, hey, what's you up? Guys hear me? You are our first caller. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. Oh, okay, so hey, I've uh, actually, so I have, I haven't been checking in four times, but I think what's going on is there's a delay on the receptor, like on your guys' side, because I've asked like four questions. I don't know if you guys got those yet. No, no that's, that's really weird. No. It just keeps saying that you've joined, like every okay, five so seconds. Are you it's like Joshua has joined. Oh yeah. Okay. So, are you guys are you guys talking through the phone? Or are you actually on the laptop? Like, actually on the computer part? We're on. I'm on the computer, yeah, but Matthew and Dixie are on. We're the phone. on our phones. It, it oh, sounds like okay. you know so, more yeah, about Podbean than we do. <laughs> just, just, just a tad. Not, not too much. Not too much. So, actually, at the end of it, to answer, uh, I'm not sure who asked it. At the end of it, though, it'll give you the option to just either you can edit it, split it. Um, and then, you know, drop features in, or you can just post it directly at the end of it, just the way you recorded it. So it, it's, re it's recording as we're talking, but it'll give you the option at the end to, if you want to edit it or go back or add a couple things. Okay, nice. Yeah. Joshua, sure. I don't know where you came from, but uh, it's like you're uh, you've been sent down from above to save us from this uh, <laughs> desert of desolation. So thank oh, you. Oh, no. <laughs> Not... <laughs> no worries, man. I, you know what's oh, funny no, is I like you guys because you guys can tell you guys are genuine. 
You guys are genuine. <laughs> so no, no, but that's I, funny. But I guess genuine, I guess we found out genuine that assholes. <laughs> oh no, no, you guys have personality. That's good though. But at least we know that the phone call-ins work because I literally called from the actual app, so the call-in works. Uh -huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Sweet. excellent. Oh, yeah, somebody else. I got I got to get back to work, oh, but I'm going no, to be listening. More. All right, cool. Thanks, Joshua. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Please do. Thanks very much, Joshua. Uh, diamond. Oh, good God, Joshua has been caught in the gears of a combine. <laughs> Joshua has been caught in the gears of a combine. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, oh Joshua. We, we, we have lost Joshua. We have somebody else yeah. on. Uh, hey, 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 hey. No, I don't know. It's, it's oh. me, Danielle. Oh, Danielle. <laughs> I don't Hi, know. Danielle, you're being broadcast live. I, I realize that. Apparently. Yes, with whatever you guys are doing. <laughs> it's, 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 wow. Um, yeah, so apparently this is a, a thing that Podbean just started beta testing, which is allows people to actually do live call-in shows so we can record with people calling in, and then afterwards we can export the episode into our normal Podbean stream. Whoa. Yeah, so we're hoping that maybe at some point next month we can actually, hey, you want to come in and ask questions about stuff and you guys you know, have talk to each other? when people call in? Like, does it, because I automatically joined in when I called in. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's the no, worrying thing, isn't it? No, 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 no. I, I haven't been allowing people in. I get a little thing on the sidebar that says, so and so wants to call in, that could push green or red. So if someone's like going, oh. um, uh, Hitler did nothing wrong, wants to call in, I could push red and that person never shows up. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. As as ever, Eddie controls the everything. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Danielle, Eddie has a soundboard that makes terrible noises. <laughs> yes. I'm so mad about that. Is that is part this... of Podbean? Yeah, it's, it's part of this thing. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The crow is the best. Then this is a revelation <laughs> in audio medium. The ra radio is dead. Podbean is the future. <laughs> because that soundboards. This is amazing. <laughs> right? It is. So yeah, so we can do like a call-in show. I don't know. I feel like I'm actually kind of want to save this episode now for like one of those weeks where like, oh crap, we can't <laughs> an episode. And it's like, listen to our terrible fumbling around for an hour on Podbean. What is the golden <laughs> thank you, thank you, Cretins Guild, for saying the yeah. soundboard feature is awesome. We agree. <laughs> golden beans, I guess, are like bits and Twitch. Yeah, oh, basically, okay. um, it sounds like from what I'm reading. Um, is that uh, the first 50 people can get in for free, or you can early bird to make sure that you're in from the queue. Um, that costs their currency, which is, Nothing. what was it? Pod, pod points. Yeah, they're beans, golden beans. Right. And then after <laughs> 50 people show up, then you have to spend golden sound beans to, to, to join in. I just, I just love that because we show up on the Podbean app as like, someone who's live right now like random people keep showing up <laughs> and have no idea who we are well obviously they want to play role-playing games i mean let's, let's do it <laughs> um, yeah who we... here loves role-playing games don't call in to tell us just <laughs> that, that's sufficient right just, just, i do just wonder it. about those messages that weren't going through we should figure that out at some point <laughs> Yeah, well, we got. Um, thank you, Ian. Uh, we, oh God, I'm getting a bit of reverb here. I can hear myself. 
gotta go. I gotta go. Cool guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye, Daniel. Was I was about to. Uh, I thought that was a very authentic sound effect on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, it would be on brand for me to have a dog sound effect. <laughs> you have you have clearly yeah. never had a meeting with Danielle because meetings with Danielle inevitably include those sounds. Right. Danielle and Mike <laughs> both have inevitable dog sounds. Ian, do you want to call in? You should call in. Yeah, Ian, you should call in. I mean, you don't have to call no, in. Only if in. you want to. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, Fretton Skill is a good point. Callers really should be encouraged to use headsets and earbuds. So maybe that's something when we make the announcement about the thing. It's like you have to download the app and you really should have headsets and earbuds in. We didn't mention Probably. that to Danielle, which is why. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I definitely. Well, you know, this is episode one. Episode zero. This is this is our, our pilot. Uh, yeah. This we'll is what we get the producers to again. buy our show. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like Creighton <laughs> does a podcast called Nerd or Not, and uh, we are nerds. So hello. We are we are not hello. not nerds. Not not nerds. <laughs> it is um, is. Cretan and Cretan, just uh, like an international difference in pronunciation? I think so. because We was... often have these pronunciation questions. Because Noah Webster is an asshole. Yeah. Uh, oh. Me and my, you know, very important grammatical heroes, the Ramones, both say Cretan. So, <laughs> mm. just what I've always oh, okay. gone with. I think I used uh, to say well, Cretan. So, so here's a word. Hmm. Um, so when I uh, when I would describe someone going on a rant about something, a rant being being really angry, of course, uh, I've heard some people say a rant, going on a rant. I've I've never heard that. Have you ever heard that? It's rant. No, no, it is rant. Yeah. I did at one point learn that everybody who worked at White Wolf back in the day apparently didn't say angst correctly. They all said angst. Because um, I was sharing a room with Rose Bailey at a convention, and she was like, she was like, angst, 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 like talk, talk about something, and I was like, it's 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 angst. angst, like that 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 word has a pronunciation. Yeah, but I've angst. also heard people say <laughs> ank instead of onk, and I'm like, you're all very confusing. Oh yeah, trust me. Um, I had to uh, for the world Arts, I had to assemble the uh, uh, pronunciation guide for all things Vampire the Masquerade, which was. Loads of fun, let me tell you. Um, but there's plenty of times where I'd just be like, okay, there's just three different options. It's like, yeah, this is what we call it in the office, so we're using that. It's like, okay. So you um, mentioned that's why it's you mentioned aluminum, Cretans Guild. And mm-hmm. what's funny about that is that the British pronunciation is is only aluminium because they wanted it to sound like the other elements. Like they don't really? add an I to it. Yeah. It's literally only like that because they had like, you know, lithium and beryllium and all these other like elements that had that yum sound at the end. So they were like, we're just going to say it aluminium, even though that's not how it's spelled at all. I think actually they add an extra I. That's how it is spelt over here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do have an extra I in aluminium. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it started then. No, no, no. no. I mean, it, it sure changed. Yeah. I find that funny. Well, I always think of Eddie going, you know... <laughs> I always think of Eddie Izzard going, you know, you say herb and we say herb because it's got a fucking H in it. Right. It does have a fucking H in it. Yeah. But no, Noah Webster had to be different. We had to have our own version of the language. Bastard. 
We apparently, uh, apparently, um, the if there can be said to be a generic American accent is closer to the uh, uh, to historic English than mm-hmm. the received pronunciation of uh, of Southern England today. Apparently, I had heard that. I heard that um, a, a Shakespearean English accent is a bit closer to the American accent. Um, but I think what's more See, accurate. I, I though, that's that, shocking. I think it's more accurate though is that um, the accents kind of both diverged in different directions after America was founded. So I mean, it's like they all started with the same accent, obviously, and then over time, it just kind of blurred different directions. Because Canadian, because the Canadian accent also is a little different too. Well, and there are different Canadian accents. There's not just like one Canadian accent. Well, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Canadian accent is plural. That's that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, and even in America, obviously, you know, we all have re- accents regionalize over time. I mean, the UK is like 20 or 32. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, aren't you glad you tuned into the show about role-playing games to hear about accents for 20 minutes? But <laughs> <laughs> This is very normal it, for it, us, that, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this is where the editing usually comes in. But as this is going out live, <laughs> actually, no, that's not true. We never edit we out never any edit. of this kind of so is there any part of America that doesn't say y'all? Most of the North. That's a Southern thing generally and kind of a Midwestern thing, although it's bled over a lot in the past several years. Right. It, um, it, it, it used to be exclusively a Southeastern thing. Right. right. Uh, Daniel's back. Sorry about that. It's good. It's okay. Welcome back. We're talking about accents. Yeah, I was, I, I heard Matthew's question about uh, people not using the word y'all. Um mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to weigh in on that. <laughs> that's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, caller. That's all we have time for today. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh, so the South, like the continental South, is uh, is really all about using y'all, uh, where other parts like Midwest and especially like West Coast... Um, and like Northeast Coast, don't really use it. Although it's started to get more used because people are trying to use it as a gender, gender neutral term. Right. Okay. Uh, also, English doesn't have second person plural very much. Many, many of them. <laughs> that be too. Uh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to check your water pressure. Yeah. So uh, Danielle, we can hear your service person. This is now a podcast about checking Danielle's water pressure. (laughs) Yeah, do do keep the listeners updated on your water pressure. I think um, it's something we've all grown to become concerned about. (laughs) I think the, 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 the episode title will be The Tale of Danielle's Water Pressure. Uh, there has to be a conclusion by the end of this episode. That's the softener, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So many random people have joined and they're just hearing about Daniel's water pressure. (laughs) Uh, Now, for people who are newly joined to the Onyx Pathcast today, this is a pilot. We are just playing around with Podbean. Uh, this isn't in any way a formal attempt at a live show with Colin. Uh, I would say this is not usually how our episodes just go. Just fiddling but around. Kind of a lie. Uh, <laughs> Look. 
Sometimes yeah. you just got to mix business and business. Mixed business and I mean, we're all very concerned about your water pressure. <laughs> I think. And your softener. <laughs> Joshua's back. Hey. Matthew, that's Joshua's back. <laughs> I love Joshua. Oh, a lot of people who have joined this podcast. Yeah. We have we have ten people online. They're, they're all Yeah, they're all very concerned with your plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> so <sighs> I appreciate everybody. We, we have a panel here of engineers and plumbers. <laughs> uh, all to give you advice. <laughs> it's the plumbers guild. The plumbers guild. <laughs> So the backstory for why I have a plumber checking my water pressure is because <laughs> I we bought this house a year ago. Uh -huh. Ooh, it was a brand new house we bought it from the builder. <laughs> and one of the things you're supposed to do when you buy a brand new house is have an inspector come at 11 months and just make sure everything in the house is the way it's supposed to be and there's not anything that needs to be repaired because essentially right. the builder right. has a warranty for a year and then you want to catch anything with that warranty before the warranty goes up. So we had an inspection. He marked a bunch of little minor things, but they're literally sending somebody out for every tiny little thing he marked, including like this guy originally came and like talked around the faucet in the bathtub. Like the, the level of, yes, we will fix everything that this inspector noted. And so one of the things he noted was that the water pressure seemed a little low. So the plumber is checking the water pressure. So that is this the story is riveting. of why. Yes, all week this week, I have people coming to my house and telling me how, no, that's the way it's supposed to look, but we'll check it anyway. Uh, it's been great. Yay. You know what's great well, about being on the phone? something some plumbers and engineers can do. Oh, sorry. It's fine. I, th I think there's a slight delay on my end. I don't know why. Um, but what I like about being on the phone is that I can just wander around my house and I can interview the cats if I want to. Ooh, I'm currently ooh. sitting in a recliner. This is pretty great. Uh, the only one I'm near right now is Rocky, and he's very quiet, so not a lot. Okay. He says it's nap time. That's fair. I, I, I feel you, Rocky. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's he's Thing he's chilling into the podcast just because she is a very talkative kitty. This is not a cat interviewing podcast. Well, that has been uh, <laughs> on its real estate advice episode zero. <laughs> I, uh, I hope you've uh, you've found that lecture on what to do at the eleventh month eleven month mark. And uh, if you are interested in a fantastic mortgage deal, do check out SaveWithMatthew.com, where we can uh, find all kinds of affordable housing in the South, mainly in the states of Arizona, uh, Texas, and New Mexico. Yes, you, you can tell by your accent that you definitely live in the U.S. And and also that you called Arizona uh, and New Mexico the South. People <laughs> live all kinds of places, Eddie. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, okay. I well, think we've gotten all the useful information we got from testing this out now. Joshua lives in Arizona. Look at that. It's the Southwest. There you go. I could. I, I sold Joshua his house. 
Oh, well, he's from California. Well, that's technically southern as well, from my perspective. But I suppose it depends that, on which California part of California is, you're from. West Coast. What are you talking California about? Is, it, yeah, but it's in the southern half no, of the it's US. Not, it's not, it's, it's like the whole really West Coast, wrong. except for two states. Welcome to geography lessons. With what, about Mexi- <laughs> what about Mexico? What about what about Baja? That's uh, that's te- that's Mexican California, that's, isn't it? That's Southern California. <laughs> Mexican California. Yeah. Like, so, but it's still, it, but it's still, it's still as in the south. North is fucking New York. <laughs> yeah, but n- nobody thinks of <laughs> the South stops at Texas. <laughs> Like we yes. just say the American South. Save us! What's going on? Oh my God! I hear California's in the South, and I instantly just rage hit that <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Hello. Well, remind me to not get in a geography fucking exam with a bunch of Americans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't think any of us could find where Bristol now, is. If, all I, right? if I'm, I hear that. I hear that. British Southerners are just like American Southerners. It, oh. it, it's all breaking down. What, for me. Do you mean British or Wales? Do you know what I really uh, hate? Oh, are those so, people uh, from Salisbury? <laughs> Salisbury's the worst. <laughs> into that city. What a crap shoot. Yeah, yeah. I had lunch with a. Oi, less of that. So I'm being told now that the South stops at Texas. I assumed that uh, states like Mississippi and Louisiana were also in the South. Yes, yeah, but they're before Texas. No. From, from There's a big distinction between the Southeast and the Southwest. Yes. And when Americans say the South or Southerners, they almost always mean the Southeast. So Virginia, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, etc. Um, they usually don't mean Florida. Florida's its own thing. Look, Florida, yeah, Florida um, tends to go more south than northern you go. Exactly. And so Florida's kind of its own thing, and Texas is kind of its own thing, and then everything west of Texas is the southwest, and then California is also its own thing. Like, nobody from California would be like, I'm from the southwest. Nobody. No. They'd just be like, I'm from California. Even though they really have a southwestern well, neighbor in the same way that, like, New Mexico does. Right, but, like, I've been to San Diego, and, like, it didn't feel like the southwest, you know? No. Even though it looks like it. Uh, now, California is West. Being they don't explained. <laughs> you are being American explained <laughs> because you made a broad comment about geography in front of a bunch of Americans. It, it was it was an assumption. It was incorrect. And you know what? To all the people in America who aren't in the South, I apologize <laughs> for lumping you in. Do you apologize <laughs> thank you, thank you, call. thank you. Try the veal. <laughs> So you're apologizing to everybody on this call except Eddie, is what you're saying? Basically, yes. And Which is not a vampire. Yeah. You're in Texas, Danielle. You don't count. <laughs> <laughs> what is wow. your podcast about, Creighton's Guild? Uh, it's basically a generalized nerd podcast. Uh, I'm from Florida, so we do a lot of theme park talk, a lot of movie talk, comic book, TV, just whatever's floating around the radar at that moment. Adds a huge... Oh, Florida, that southern fan. state. <laughs> I'm going to check out your <laughs> Sometimes. Depends on the, the neighborhood. Depends on what city you're in, really. Yeah. I'm in central Florida, so yeah. spin a bottle. Right. Yeah. I've got a bunch of friends in Tallahassee and Jacksonville. But... Right that's south. That's south. Yeah, this is where I have friends, is what I'm saying. Also, Jacksonville's not south. family in Pensacola, which is practically Alabama. Yeah, when your region is nicknamed the Redneck Riviera. 
<laughs> it really is, though. It really is. So I have a question just because you've joined us, Creighton's Guild, is that, and I, yeah. I don't know if you have an actual name, um, but because, like, why did you join into this live cast? Because there's a lot of people just randomly joining <laughs> while we're doing our <laughs> And I'm like, oh, what, like, what, what, why, why are you here? I'm happy to have you here, but why are you here? Why? That's the question of my life. Why am I here? Uh, <laughs> I was just checking out the site because uh, I'm going to be uploading one of my podcasts later today. And I was looking at my numbers and I saw all this new stuff I'd never seen before, like the beans and the, the live posting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this has right. been going on. And then I just we- decided to tune in. I, re- I noticed how instantaneous the response time was. When I'd ask a question, you guys were responding to it. It's like Instagram and uh, uh, YouTube and all the other live streaming questioning. Just it takes like a good 20 to 40 seconds for something to go through. Huh. I was just yeah. impressed at how fast this was. Yeah, no, I've been I'm not sure if that's what, what Danielle, sorry, you got really quiet. I'm watching the questions and there it's the delay. There's almost no delay. That's good. Huh. It's like having an integrate. It's like being on Discord. Wow, that's super. Right, cool. I had asked yeah. something earlier, and you guys were responding to it instantly. That's awesome. Yeah, because like I think that YouTube and uh, even like Twitch and stuff, they have a little bit more of a moderation in place. So this may be a good sign. It may be a bad sign because it may be a good sign that it's very quick. Maybe it's very <laughs> unmoderated. There's um, pros and cons to it. Yeah. 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 We uh, so. Uh, me, Eddie, who's in here on Zonix Path, and Matthew um, do a podcast for the gaming company that we work for. And so we were talking about doing, like, once we got the beta invite, we were like, oh, maybe we should do, like, a live stream where, like, our, you know, the fans of our company can, like, call in and talk to us. It's kind right. of interesting knowing that we might just get random people showing up who don't know who yeah. we are. Um, Hello. Fun. <laughs> like... Well, I, mean, I, 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 I think I think it will. It's actually good to know that because I mean, I was on the assumption if you click on the link, you go directly there. But if it does seem like anyone, not just subscribers, can jump in, that could temper how we pitch the show. I mean, so it's just good well, to kind of try this out. Yeah, yeah. Because if you go to the Podbean like app, you just open the app and you don't go straight to this livecast. Mm-hmm. Um, it like, sh- it like at the very top, it was like Onyx Pathcast Live Now, and I was like, is that just like a? Is it just going to always promote us as live now? Like that's weird, but okay. Maybe whatever's live right now, it gets promoted. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what caught my attention. I saw the live now, so I clicked on it and just started listening for a little bit. And heard us just being completely ridiculous because we didn't have a plan. we had no plan for this. Hear about real estate and cats and (laughs) a lot of pressure. All my fault. Usually, we talk about role-playing games, but, you know, we can talk about those things, too. Although, I think in our most recent episode, we did just talk about Nintendo Switch games for a good 20 minutes, so. Yeah, right. (laughs) We have a topic, but we also don't exactly stay with it all the time. Ah, you derail all the time, then. Yes. Yes, constantly. Sometimes in in the intro. Like, sometimes someone says, welcome to the Onyx Pathcast, and then everything falls apart. I think that's about half of all podcasts out there. Okay. Oh, good to know. I think... I think that's what makes podcasts charming to me. Is that like yeah, it, it, it just allows you to display your personality. Yeah, I feel like blog posts and like even a lot of YouTube videos and stuff. I don't feel like they're quite as just you're getting the people's personalities. It's mm-hmm. all kind of yeah. scripted. 
And certainly Joshua thought we had good personalities, so that was nice. That was nice. Right? Our friend Joshua? Our friend Joshua that we met and is our very first listener. So um, and now for those of you who hanging out here about the the water pressure update. Oh, please, yeah, yes. okay. Oh, oh, oh. So the water pressure was set at 40 PSI. The standard water pressure of a house should be at 50. Uh-oh. But the plumber has saved me and moved it up to 60 PSI. So now I'm going to have like amazing jet streams coming out of my shower. You're going to have a Yay, fire hose for a faucet. <laughs> <laughs> well, all's well. Mario then. does it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's you up the pressure. <laughs> You had a piranha plant in your pipes. <laughs> if you're imitating Mario, is it still racist? Because it sounds racist. It I know. It's like, that's why I, was, I, I had a half second before I did it because it's like it's it's his accent though. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that's how he talks. His accent racist. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Im, Im, imitation of accents is a is a tricky thing. It's something that came up. Um, trying to think who i was speaking to recently i speak that was i was speaking to a uh, swedish fellow i know and we were talking about doing accents oh. in role-playing games uh, uh especially contemporary uh well games set in on our earth and obviously there's some accents that are uh, that seem to be acceptable and set some that are definitely not uh, so yeah, I'm not sure where the line is really drawn with uh, with modern sensibility. I can tell you that on oh, our no, show we have a we have a segment on our show called Bob Does Accents, Damn. where I they throw uh, a nationality at me and I try to interpret it, and I'll start off with that nationality, and then it just veers off to something else entirely, without me even realizing it. And we've learned that anything Asian, just don't touch. Don't do it. It's it's probably bad news. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I definitely, uh, I, I took Japanese all through high school. And so, like, when I was younger, you know, I'm talking about when I was, like, 15, 16, we all thought it was perfectly okay to, like, joke about our Japanese teacher. <laughs> and also sometimes just kindly talking about her, you know? Like, sometimes we were just talking about her, and we were like, it's so cute when she says this like this. And as I've gotten older, I've been like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. Um, the difference between, like, you know, when an actor is attempting to play someone of a nationality that they're not, like, whenever I see British actors with their southern accents, and then I'm like, what, how well done was that? Um, and I think part of it is, is how serious are you taking it as, like, actually trying to sound like you are from that area for a part you're playing versus how much are you... Um, making fun of slash play acting a role without actually immersing yourself in what it actually sounds like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's a, there's a series of videos by Wired on YouTube called Technique Critique, where uh, an accent coach from like Hollywood goes through and breaks down people's movie accents. It's actually really interesting. Yeah. I've heard so many I recommend it. movie accents. Yeah. So it, many. It's a cool series too. I've heard that was things like. Go ahead. I, I've heard that that was kind of an issue. I think of the movie was uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where I think they're supposed to be speaking Cantonese, but all the actors really knew Mandarin Chinese, 
So them huh. trying to speak Cantonese and they sounded like idiots compared to people who actually knew the language. Huh. I hadn't heard that one. That's interesting. I, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's something that I always find. Yeah. It's just super interesting. Cause like they talk about, um, Michelle Yeoh's performance in a film recently where she had to speak Burmese and apparently like actual Burmese, Burmese speakers was like, that's a little silly, but also props to her for trying. Because <laughs> like, like, it's not an easy language to speak if you don't speak it at all. So, you know, she tried. Yeah. I like speaking languages with whatever accent you have from the, your native language is always interesting to me because like, you know, we hear English speakers have accents from, you know, that's not their native language. But when you're trying to speak, you know, French or Korean or whatever other language you don't speak natively, you have this English accent that you place on it, which is so obvious. Because people, even regional dialects can be different because people from Georgia, they got like this deep, heavy southern drawl. While people from Tennessee, they're just so happy. They're so happy to see you. Hey, come on in. Have some, have some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but also, some people, like... What, what, Danielle? You keep getting really quiet. Oh, sorry. I said I have three different southern accents that I can, that I can affect at any time. Yeah, so, like, it also depends on where you're from. Because, like, I mean, you hear me talking right now, but my, my, my family's from Atlanta. Like... This is just how I talk. <laughs> and Eddie is also in Georgia, although he yep. didn't grow up there. But no, like, but like neither of us have really deep Southern accents. Um, I get more of one if I talk to my grandma on the phone. Oh, yeah. I was born in Alabama. And when I talk to my sister, my my husband, he'll come home and he'll be like, you're talking to your sister, weren't you? <laughs> like, I was. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> but I also grew up in uh, in North Carolina, but I grew up in Raleigh. And Raleigh has a lot of transplants. So, like, I had people from all over the country at my schools and things, and I just ended up kind of with this fairly middle-of-the-road accent. So, right. yeah, it's weird. Hello, other people. Hello. Okay, also, I, I, I did um, actually look up that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon thing, and it's really interesting, because it says that all four main actors spoke with different accents. So it was supposed to be in Mandarin, but... They had a, a native Cantonese speaker and a Malaysian and all this stuff. So they all had like different accents and it was, it was strange. Crazy. And I have so I many function. What is that? What? It's the music function on here. There's like preloaded music you could put on this. Wow. Think of this the is... role playing games we could play now. This is, this is just as you enter a biker bar just off the turnpike, isn't it? And really yeah, there's some brouhaha at the bar. There's a werewolf in the parking lot. This is called Unique. Oh. Unique? It's called Unique. Whatever. Anyway. That is so Dancing. cool. I always wanted to tell you that I loved you. I just couldn't. I could never bring... Oh, the music stopped. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Mood's dead. All right, I think we've got enough else do we testing uh, uh, on this stuff, so um, I'm ready to wrap it up if you guys all are. I mean, I'm having fun, but okay. I know, I know, but you know, we also do have to do work. This is work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is work for you. This is not work for hey, me. Hey, podcasting's a part-time job. <laughs> well, actually, because this is for our company, so technically speaking, this is actually part of our, our freelance contract work, so... 
not it's me. Kind of a job. Oh yeah, uh, to, that that's a that that's a good point. To anyone who is listening to this live and you don't know who the hell we are, <laughs> please do check out theonyxpath.com. Uh, theonyxpath.com. Uh, we sell tabletop role-playing games, card games, and various other well, just gaming material. So do uh, look us up. You may have heard of some of the games that we publish, uh, including Pugmire, Vampire the Masquerade, Scion, a whole slew of games. So do check them out. There, someone had to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Will I I see y'all back in Zencaster for a minute so we can discuss this? Yep, sure. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Thanks for letting me hijack your cast. (laughs) Thanks for calling in. (laughs) and we're back well you might be Uh, (laughs) you're still living in that space (laughs) yes in in the the negative space or whatever it's called the phantom zone Uh, that's where I live now why not have you been watching the new Watchmen series no actually um, so, uh, uh, I think it's quite good, but the, one of the issues I have, which has nothing to do with the plies, absolutely nothing to do with where I live. Um, as a lot of people know, um, Georgia, the state of Georgia has a tax incentive program that encourages people to film movies and television shows here and they get a tax break mm. as a result. They put the little Georgia peach at the end of the credits. So if you see the made in Georgia made logo, or this big in peach. Georgia. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not a pause after made, made in Georgia. <laughs> As it says at the end um, but, of like every Avengers movie. Yes. If, so if you've, if you've heard that or seen that, that that's why. Um, and so chunks of, of Watchmen were filmed in Georgia. The other half was filmed in Wales for reasons. Um, but uh, there's a particular square in Decatur. Oh, no. Um, Did they film the, there? Yes. The, the, climax of the, the climax of the show <laughs> is filmed in Decatur Square. Like, like, like down near like Brick Store and all that? And like the yeah, Iberian yeah, yeah. Rig? Oh, no. Yes. And you can actually see, like, the, I, 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 at one point, I'm going, oh, that's where me and the CCP, White Wolf guys, would go drinking after yeah, work. Yeah, when, when I lived there, I went to Brick Store all the time. That was, like, my favorite local bar. Um Mm-hmm. And, and and restaurant the shepherd's daughter's pie is amazing but um that's so so i had that problem during walking dead when i was oh, like really? well, for for the first season so <clears throat> first season of walking dead comes out in i guess 2010 um i had just yeah. moved to seattle from from atlanta and i was watching it and it was it, it it kind of enhanced it because on some level it felt like I was watching the place I had just left and being like, oh, is my family okay? Uh, but on some level I was <laughs> like, oh, that's the University of like that's 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 Georgia State. Like, okay, like I know exactly where they are. Like, I know where that apartment store is. I know where that downtown area is. I know the stretch of highway he's riding his damn horse on. Like, right. I like okay, cool. Um, also, the se- the second or third Hunger Games movie has a scene set in the Marriott in downtown Atlanta, which is where Dragon Con oh, is. So I'm watching right. this, and it's supposed to be all futuristic looking, and I'm like, um, that's the Marriott. Like, <laughs> I, I've stayed there. I'm, I'm, I, that's not exciting to me anymore. So yes, I totally understand that. Like, whenever stuff happens, it's filmed in and around the Atlanta area, especially if they use one of the, the major hotels that, like, Dragon Con does, or if they're down by the university or Indicator. I'm like, well... Okay, this is kind of it's kind of hard to suspend disbelief when I spent many many hours there. 
Well, one. Th- I mean, at least, at least The Walking Dead, it's at least a little plausible because it does actually start off in Atlanta. So it's like, like, it's like right. I'm seeing a place yeah. that is more or less analogous to the place I know in Atlanta. So at least that makes sense. But yeah, you're right. When you're seeing like Guardians of the Galaxy scenes, <laughs> it's like, I've driven by that. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. One thing I'm particularly enjoying about the uh, fourth season of The Expanse is the fact, without spoilers, uh, they appear to have had a massive budget cut and taken the third Doctor uh, Who route of filming everything in a quarry. Uh, oh, no. But, and I haven't read The Expanse novels. I hear they are excellent. but And so it may well be... Uh, true to the novel but there's a lot about planet fall and settling on alien worlds in this season and the alien world that's at the very least being profiled for the first half of the season i've not seen the second half yet is a kind of dusty chalky embankment surrounded expanse as the name would apply and it may just made me think of john pertwee and daleks and yeah john pertwee wrestling with autons that sort of thing uh, and I don't know if that's what they were going for. So I still love it. Still think it's fantastic. And the fact that they can suspend my disbelief despite that is a credit to the show. Uh, but yeah, it certainly took me out of the space stations and spacecrafts that the first three seasons were uh, largely based in. Honestly, though, I didn't really, I wasn't super interested in watching Watchmen, but now I kind of want to see it for Decatur Square. <laughs> so you may have converted me. There you go. See, everyone watches for, for their own reasons. I mean, I don't know. I think that's cool sometimes. Like, it's it, it, it does take you out of it, but there's still some little part of you that's like, oh, I've been there. That's just nifty, you know? Hmm. No, totally. I mean, and the, the funny thing for me is that the, the entire show is ostensibly set in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and so as a part of me, it's like, you know, like, the South looks different in different parts of it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Otherwise, it's the oh, I've been there. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, that's one of the reasons why, like, uh, uh, I watch sometimes um, things like uh, the Queer Eye. Uh, they did yeah, they did the whole season, season in, Atlanta. in Atlanta. I was like, I was like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. I know where that is. And in, in fact, one of the places that um, they uh, did the haircut at was actually a salon that I go to. And I was like, oh, I know that salon. I go to the Commoner. I go to the Commoner all the time. You know. So have the two of you seen the Irishman yet on Netflix? No, I haven't, because I don't have four hours to spare. I'm going to go ahead and say never. Oh. I have no interest in Scorsese films. I have no interest in watching a bunch of old white dudes talking for four hours. Well, that's a perfectly valid critique. Uh, I would say that uh, although I enjoyed the film a great deal, I thought the acting and story was superb, it uh, it does suffer a criminal lack of women, and And uh, there's not really... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yep. There's not really any excuse for it either. Uh, Scorsese has shown that in other movies he can, uh, he does uh, have strong female characters in movies like Goodfellas, Casino, uh, even Raging Bull, for that matter. Uh, but in The Irishman, there are none. Uh, there, there's plenty of background, but certainly no one in the the top three or even top five of the cast list. Yeah, I uh, think there's uh, like one woman, and she mostly blinks. And yeah. Like... Her, now, I, I don't have an issue with there being a character whose strength is their silence. Basically, she is sitting in judgment of one of the characters, and the fact that she doesn't say anything is what uh, I guess 
drives him to such guilt and remorse. Uh, she's just kind of looking at him despairingly a lot throughout the movie. Uh, and I don't mind that, but when there's absolutely nothing to hold that up against, it does really floor the movie uh, but you know if you enjoy Martin Scorsese films uh, and you like gangster movies or Robert De Niro Joe Pesci or Al Pacino it's uh, certainly worth a look also very good soundtrack okay so I listen to a podcast called the Bechdel cast where they discuss movies through a, a, a feminist lens mm-hmm. and they just did a mm-hmm. home alone and one of the things that came out in the home alone episode was that Joe Pesci just dropped a song like this month uh that's very bad like it's a very bad <laughs> song and it's it's called like baby girl or something um it's on spotify now wants to check out joe pesci's baby girl and hear him do some weird like latiny cha-cha music i don't even know what to call it uh you should check that out because it's fucking weird <laughs> yeah i i bought a former colleague wow. of mine a joe pesci album about 15 years ago because he reminded everyone in the office of joe pesci because of his frequent swearing of threats of violence uh, he didn't appreciate it he swore at me and threatened violence so i guess it was uh, appropriate uh <laughs> But um, frequent freelancer Clara Herbal, just yesterday when we were discussing The Irishman, uh, sent me a link to a Joe Pesci rap that is on YouTube. It is quite legitimate. Joe oh Pesci has rapped about being a wise guy and and such. And it hasn't been thrown together by some nifty YouTube editor. This is a legitimate song. Now, I'm all for creative expression, artistic expression. If he wants to be musical, then all power to him. But I can't say that it's my uh, my taste. Yeah, yeah, no, I... Um... I recommend everybody go and subject themselves to at least, you know, the first <laughs> minute of that song because it was hilarious. And also, I mean, on the set of Home Alone, Joe Pesci, like, literally bit through Macaulay Culkin's finger. So, fuck that guy. He did. That's a weird Ooh. thing to do to a child. It It yeah. is. You'd think he'd have more control, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, apparently... I can't. Sorry, you go for it. I was going to say, also, apparently, he was very upset that he was, you know, not supposed to really curse in front of this nine-year-old. And it's like, okay, well, (laughs) maybe be a decent person? I don't know. Yeah, it's a children's movie or a family movie. Uh, So what I'm hearing is we could cross Joe Pesci off the list of sponsors. I I, I still wouldn't say no. If he wanted... Joe Pesci something to give us money. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and if he wants to give us money and we promote his album, I think we can do a deal. I did just tell everybody to go listen to it. So, I mean, yeah. he's got to make some money off that if anybody wants to go listen to the I believe mess. the word you used was subject themselves to it. <laughs> That's a stream is a stream, Eddie. You know, you know, Joe, I like to do people favors. I just can't can't do this favor. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to help you, Joe, but I can't do it. I can't do it. That's my very weak Robert De Niro. That is that is that is you are correct in every sense. Merry Christmas. So, um, if people wanted to talk to you guys about your opinions on Joe Pesci, where would they find you, Dixie? Uh, I do want to say before we go, we're going to be at Midwinter in oh. about two and a half, three weeks from now. Oh, yes, um, right. So if yeah. anybody is coming to Midwinter, come say hi. Uh, we're going to run our Onyx Path social, which is for fans to come and ask us questions. Um, so that's going to be super fun. We've got a couple panels, a couple of games that everybody's running. Mostly it's going to be real chill. Um, I personally, on on the podcast would like to invite Matthew to come to karaoke with me. Wow. Because 
I think that Matthew and I should sing a song together. I don't oh. know what song. Um, as of your recent post in the Cults of the Blood Gods channel, I kind of want to sing a song from Les Mis or something with Matthew. Okay. Uh, but, do you think the karaoke machine would have Les Miserables oh, numbers? Oh, we did so many show tunes last time. Oh God, yeah. Oh, okay, oh good, yeah. okay. Me and me and Megan Fitzgerald. If I if I can get Megan there, she can do all the super high parts, um, because she's a phenomenal singer. If anyone doesn't know that, uh, oh, oh no, wow. like she's a trained singer. She's amazing. Um, but I want Matthew to come to karaoke with me for at least a, a song or two. Like, come have a beer, have a song. I won't make you stay all night whatever I, I was supposed to go to this year's midwinter karaoke but i ended up at dinner uh but yeah i i'm not i'm never against a karaoke i can do russell crowe as javert i can't really do a decent javert <laughs> uh but it, as long as i start with a moo 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 that russell crowe has <laughs> in all of his singing of the I was so mad about Russell Crowe in that movie. Like, I like the rest of the movie. I cannot... My favorite song from Les Mis is Stars. And mm -hmm. hearing him butcher <laughs> Stars... Like, I was watching it with a, a, a person I was dating a, a few years ago because I was, like, slowly introducing him to a bunch of musicals. Um, and I literally paused it after he sang Stars and showed him a YouTube video of one of the former Les Mis singers <laughs> singing Stars. Because I was like, I want you to know what this song is supposed to sound like. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, uh, so I, I like Russell Crowe as an actor. <laughs> it's a, apologists. Russell Crowe apologists. But yeah, his singing in that movie is, is a yeah. strange uh, venture. Like, Eddie, you are, of course, who is awesome. this man? What sort of devil is he? <laughs> Eddie, you are welcome, but I know that's I'm not your jam. So. Yeah, I mean, I may come just to listen um, and listen to the, the, the amazing uh, Russell Crowe. I mean, you can record <laughs> me and Matthew singing karaoke put it on the podcast. Ooh, not something. <laughs> it won't be I'll good. We'll it will be about as good as this episode. I'm a decent singer. Thank you very much. <laughs> And yeah, I, I think I think Matthew was saying he would be bringing you down to his level. <laughs> yeah, let, let's say that. <laughs> anyway, um, you you were saying about your social media. Right. <laughs> so you can find me most places at Dixie Cyanide or DixieCochran.com or at Midwinter in a few weeks. Matthew? Uh, yeah, you can find me on MatthewDawkins.com. You can contact me about yeah, Joe yeah. Pesci on there as well. And uh, also always tweet me about Joe Pesci on at ClackClickBang, which is a very <laughs> appropriate username for Joe Pesci. <laughs> um, and you can uh, find me at uh, PugSteady.com. And from there, you can find my social media accounts if you want to tweet about Joe Pesci to me, I guess. I don't have a strong opinion um, compared to my colleagues. Um as Dixie said, we will be uh, at Midwinter. Um, I, I swear we keep saying this, but I, I think we actually will try to get some Pathcast recordings done at Midwinter this year. Um, uh, we have a booth there. We're not going to be selling this year, but the booth is there specifically to kind of talk with people, have questions, a bit like we did at PAX. Um, so probably maybe just set up the laptop there and record and, and talk or whatever. We'll figure maybe some more YouTube content from uh, Matthew again. Who knows? Yes, true. Yeah, where we can get distracted by um, the the the, the uh, Millie the Millie. Dog. Yeah, I'm already distracted uh, by Millie. Uh, uh, okay, so and it's someone's job to see whether you can get Joe Pesci to Milwaukee 
for Midwinter so that he can come up to me and Not say, it. You, you chubbing motherfucker, you! Again, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> and with that, many worlds, one path.